look for the skylight. My friend was apprehensive and not a little frightened as she entered the room to begin her first radiation treatment. She'd recently been diagnosed with cancer, but fortunately the doctors had been reassuring, telling her that it was readily treatable and that she should expect a full recovery. Still, as she and her husband waited for the treatment to begin, not knowing what to expect, they were praying for help to face what lay ahead. Then they saw a large whiteboard on the wall with encouraging notes from patients to help others going through the same treatment. It filled their hearts with joy as they read such reassuring words as, being alive is a constant prayer, have faith in the process. You never realize how much the love you give others comes back to you until you have cancer. Sometimes strong has nothing to do with muscle. At the end of your rope, look up. And just like that, you graduate. Weeks have now passed and my friend is doing very well. One of the statements, at the end of your rope, look up, reminded me of a remarkable story from the life of Swami Kriyananda. When Swamiji was a young monk of 23, he was asked by his guru, Paramahansa Yogananda, to help with the editing of his just-completed commentaries on the Bhagavad Gita. The year was 1950. A new scripture has been born, Yogananda declared to him ecstatically. Millions will find God through this book, not just thousands, millions. I have seen it. I know. End quote. Swamiji read all 1,500 pages that Master had written as he later wrote about that beautiful experience. Quote, Never in my life had I read anything so deep and at the same time so beautiful and uplifting. End quote. Master worked with him for some time on the project, but circumstances intervened and Swamiji wasn't able to complete it. Years passed. Kriyananda no longer had access to the original manuscript, but he never forgot about the editing work his guru had asked him to do. Finally, as Swamiji entered his 80th year in 2005, he realized that he was running out of time to finish the project in the years left to him. Praying for help, he asked Master how he could accomplish the task without a copy of the manuscript from which to work. Then one night, Swamiji had a dream. In it, he heard Master's voice saying to him, Don't overlook the possibility of a skylight. At first he was puzzled by these words, but as he raised his thoughts upward, a remarkable thing started to happen. Verse by verse, he began to remember what Master had written in his commentaries 56 years earlier. Swamiji told us, Master's thoughts poured effortlessly into my mind, helping me to fill page after page with deep insights and inspiration, end quote. He completed the 600-page book, The Essence of the Bhagavad Gita, in just under two months. His subsequent editing required only one month more. 
Through the skylight of God's grace, everything he needed had flowed to him. Now, as both individuals and global citizens of a troubled world, we face many challenges. Let's remember to look for a skylight. We can do this by lifting our eyes and energy up to the seat of higher consciousness, the spiritual eye, where God dwells within each one of us. It is an act of will, of faith, and of strength. When we do so, we will draw the grace to face whatever lies ahead. As King David declared in Psalm 121, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, who made the heavens and the earth. In life's challenges, may you always look upward. Nayaswami Devi Hello, friends. I'd like to add some additional thoughts to our blog this week, Look for the Skylight. The original thought came when my friend sent me a photo, which you can see for yourself, of that whiteboard. And many thoughts came to me as I looked at that. One, how, as we wrote about, how that one particular quote, quote, when you're at the end of your rope, look up, reminded me of Swami's story. But it also, it drove home very much to me how we can be of help to others by giving them strength and encouragement through our own difficulties and the tests that we have faced. And so it's a good practice whenever you're going through a hard time to ask yourself, what am I learning through this? And how can I share it with others to help, get, help them get through this test or their own test, which may not be similar to your own. But we have so much wisdom and strength and um, upliftment and hope that we can share with others if we just realize that this is part of our duty to being on this earth so that we can be of help to others. And then, of course, this thought of looking upward. It's not just a matter of raising your physical eyes, your the two organs of the visual sense, but it's a matter of lifting up your consciousness and holding at it at the spiritual eye. This is dwelling more through the practice of meditation and Kriya Yoga in the inner spine and in the chakras of the seats of higher consciousness and ultimately at the spiritual eye. This can change our perception of everything in life. Swami also tells a story about when he was a young monk living in Master's Ashram and he hadn't seen his guru for a long time and he was starting to miss him. The master was occupied uh, working on his manuscripts and he, Swami was really feeling kind of, oh, I don't know, pushed aside or ne lonely or missing his guru. And then word came down from Master's apartments that he needed some big jugs of water delivered. 
And so Swami took the job for himself and went up and was carrying these big five-gallon water jugs up into Master's kitchen and making quite a bit of noise so that Master might, you know, interact with him. But he kept dictating what he was working on. And then Swami carried all the bottles up and then he went into a mood. And he was thinking, oh, Master doesn't care about me. I'm just a worker here. And, and then he started going into a downward spiral. And then the thought came to him, are you happy being this way? No. And he sat to meditate and he held his mind and his will very powerfully at the spiritual eye. And in just a matter of moments, his whole perception changed. And he thought, how foolish it was of me to expect Master to play, pay special attention to me. I get to live here in the ashram with him. He has thousands of people that write him from all over the world, and they need his energy more than I do. And he was quite happy and contented by holding, by looking upward, looking for that skylight of higher perspective, and then his mood changed. And the next time he saw Master, Master said to him, knowing everything that his disciples had gone through, he said, very good, no more moods now. Otherwise, how can you help people? And so let's remember this. Part of our job in this world is to help others. If we allow ourselves to indulge in negative moods or self-pity or self-involvement, we can't help others. But if we look for the skylight and raise our consciousness upward, We'll be able to do this job very well. God bless you.